guys welcome in it's the outspoken sports cast here with your host brian going solo this week uh on the tuesday episode here for you so i'm gonna give you the nfl recap of week seven we had some interesting games when you look back at the schedule going going on last week there wasn't a whole lot of games you got excited for there was a couple games that i thought would have been really good matchups but you know they, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of good games, and that that was my only complaint. But week seven was week seven. My team won. I'm grateful for that. We're gonna give you a little recap here of, of what happened here. Uh, what happened on week seven of the NFL? Now, a couple headlines here: the Bengals stomp the Ravens. Uh, we got Mahomes. They struggle again in, against Tennessee. It was it was really really bad for for Mahomes. Um Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford both teams playing each other, former teams playing each other. That was a um interesting game is the Lions the Lions played really difficult really tough with hard in that in that game. Sorry. Um the question in the 49ers is it time for Trey Lance to start in San Francisco. So We'll get into all these kind of questions here, and we'll go over the um, games for you. So, number one was Thursday night. The Broncos, oh, they lose some backups. Okay, and the Browns get the job done. They win 17-14, kind of a boring game, a defensive struggle. Um, we knew the Browns were going to struggle in offense. Baker Mayfield hurt. We knew this was going to be a defensive game. Teddy Bridgewater did not look good. He has not looked good the last couple of weeks. And if he can't put up more than 14 points, this team is not going to win. Like Denver's defense is good and and all, but with Teddy Bridgewater, and that's why I'm not very high and was I, why I wasn't very high on the Denver Broncos going into this year is because of the quarterback situation. Until they get that fixed, I don't see it happening. And I actually got asked this week, is Fangio's time up with the Denver Broncos? And I would have to say yes. 
I would have to say yes, it is. And I, and I say that because, one, I'm a little biased. I want my team ran by a high offensive-powered coach, um, offensive-minded, um, knows the updated offense of the league and what the league is doing nowadays. And then I want a really good defense coordinator. I think Vic Vangio can go somewhere and be a really good defense coordinator. Do I think he is a head, a great head coach? I would say no. And, you know, I, I kind of go a little bit of back and forth a little bit because I don't think the Broncos have set him up well with a good quarterback. And if you don't have a good quarterback in this league, you're not going to win. And that's just plain and simple. And they've, they've given him no good quarterbacks. Drew Locke is not good. Teddy Bridgewater is not good. Um, I think, in my personal belief, that Aaron Rodgers will be in Denver next year, and that will change a lot of different things. But if you had asked me today, is Vic Vangio's future um, up in, in Denver, I would have to go with yes. All right, the Bengals, they prove that they are here and they are legit. They go into Baltimore. I Look, I projected them to win this game. I didn't think they'd win it like this. I thought it would be more of a defensive struggle. They win 41-17 in Baltimore against the Ravens, who were on fire. And Burrow had 416 yards, a career high. He had three touchdowns. This is a great win, a great road win, and a great divisional win. And they currently are sitting at the top of that division. So kudos to the Bengals, kudos to Joe Burrow and what they were able to do in, in Baltimore. Baltimore's defense gave up 520 yards. Did, I don't know if this was just a bad game for them. Um, did Joe Burrow and them find a something, a little hole in this defense to get that many yards, to, to beat them the way that they did? I don't know. Lamar had a good game, not a great game, but the Bengals – took the fire extinguisher in to Baltimore and they they just extinguished that fire that the Ravens were. The Ravens were really good. We're playing fantastic. And this is just a little bump in the road. See if they can continue on that uh the winning ways. But the Bengals are a really good team. I, I think they should have beat the Green Bay Packers when they played us for being always honest. Um I thought they played good enough to win. Packers just just played a little bit better. Uh, last week in my predictions, I missed the Thursday night game. I was busy with work. I've been busy with work ever since. I've been putting in 12 to 13 hours a day. Um, I was 8-4 and four last week. Fantastic week for me. I've been I've been pretty much um, pretty much killing it in the NFL right now. So I'll take that. So the Titans, Titans the next game was Titans. They run over the Chiefs, 27-3. At halftime, I believe it was 20 Four to nothing. Um, oh, Mahomes, what is going on in Mahomes? This is something that the league is is talking about. Maybe not as much as they that you they probably should. But what is going on in Mahomes? First of all, he had to lead this game. I believe it was the late fourth or late third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter. He had a head injury. He had two hundred six yards with one interception. He's tied the league with the, the most interceptions this this year is with nine. And that's with rookies, um, rookie quarterback Zach Wilson. So that's not good at all. Mahomes usually doesn't throw interceptions. And I talked about this a little bit before. Is I, I think that that luck of his is wearing off a little bit. Um, and when I say luck, I'm not saying that Matt Mahomes is not skilled and he's just lucky. 
I'm saying he's made some throws in the past that um, have been just, I'm going to chunk it up and trust my guy. And a lot of times his guys were there to get it, right? But now I think the defenses are, are starting to learn a little bit more with Mahomes. And when he throws those balls up, they're making, um, they're in better positions to maybe intercept the pass, knock it down, and really frustrate Patrick Mahomes, get to him in the pocket, uh, and, and make him struggle. And that's what he's done this season. And the Chiefs don't have him with that bad defense. They're not going to go far in the playoffs. Henry, he had 86 yards rushing. Not a great game for him as we, you know, decent game. Not a great game for him as far as we know for the, for the Derrick Henry type games where he has 100 and something rushing yards. But he did have a passing touchdown. So he did outpass touch Mahomes in this game touchdown-wise, which is quite funny. But the Titans get the the, the win there. And, and I predicted the Titans to win this game, struggling Chiefs and Derrick Henry playing the way he is. And, and my question to everyone out there is, should we consider Derrick Henry, although a running back, an, an MVP favorite? What he's doing so far. Have we ever seen a running back do the things he's doing so far through week through seven weeks? Um, the amount of carries he's getting, and we've we've probably seen it back in the day, but we haven't seen that in a long, long time. So, kudos to Derrick Henry. Maybe it's time to put him on that board. We'll see where he ends up at the end of the year, but he has one extra game this year if he's healthy to get over these these running back thresholds and milestones. This next game, I this next game I should have. In my Survivor League, I picked the Atlanta Falcons to win, and they did, and that was great. That was great. On my predictions, I picked Miami to win, and I don't know why I went against my own self there. So I lost in that prediction. But on the Survivor League, I moved forward, so that's that's what I really care about there. The Falcons were up by 13 points in this game. They blow the lead to Miami. They come all the way back, and they go up by one point until Miami drives down the field, or Atlanta drives down the field with no time on the clock. And they kick a game-winning field goal, and they win 30-28. to 28. They had me sweating that I was going to miss and lose out in the Survivor League. But this was a game where I thought that I could get um, – I'd pick Atlanta to win because I figured they would, even though they're a really bad team as well. And um, the smart decision by those that picked Atlanta this week to get – one of those bad teams out of the way where you're not, you're saving one of your good teams for the closer to the end of the survivor league. So see how that pans out for me. The Packers get the 24 to 10 win over the football team. And um, this was a sloppy win for green Bay. We were up big and then they came back and Heineke was able to run all over us, but not do much after that. He's made, he made some mental mistakes that cost him touchdowns. And it was funny because he's, he's, there was a play where he's running he running into the end zone. And instead of running it in, which he had plenty of room, he dove in. And he gets up. They called it a touchdown. He goes and does a Lambo leap, kind of making fun of the Packers. He did grow up a Packer fan, so maybe that was something he's wanted to do since his whole childhood. But Packers don't like that, right? We don't like it when someone Lambo leaps in our stadium. And he Lambo leaped on a Redskin fan, so... Or oh, sorry, excuse me, Washington football team fan. So, well, the play gets un- the play gets reviewed because the the rule is if a quarterback goes down 
forward or backwards or, or forward or legs first by his own accord and uh, where his knee goes down, he's down no matter what. Well, they go look back at it, and it turns out he was short. When he dove forward, his knee hit the ground. The ball was at the one-yard uh, line or the half-half-yard line there. So they had to come out and run a fourth down. Well, guess what happens? On fourth down, he tries to do a QB sneak. He gets stuffed. He gets the ball stripped from him. He tries to pick it back up, and he's stopped. We stuff him, and it was hilarious because it's like, okay, next time don't do the Lambo leap, and maybe that maybe that doesn't happen to you. But So he made those mental mistakes, and uh, Green Bay gets the win. That's all you can ask for. Sam Darnold. We learned this week that Sam Darnold's not the one. Uh, we thought maybe I thought maybe coming into this, to this year that he could have uh, a, a comeback. He could. I wasn't ready to throw in the white flag on Sam Darnold, but Darnold gets benched as the Panthers lose to the Giants twenty-five to three. I don't think anybody could project that, that the Giants would win this game whatsoever, but they did. They get the job done. Daniel Jones is out there looking like Odell catching the ball. Um, and we also learned that the Panthers were the biggest 3-0 pretenders. They know what you can't come in here and lose like this to the Giants. Only put up three points. Staff, Darnold got benched in this game. Is Darnold done? It, it, can he mentally come back? And maybe that maybe it's all in his head. Maybe he's seeing ghosts again. We are getting with my awesome background here. We are getting close to Halloween. So We'll see. I don't think he's the guy anymore, and I don't think the Panthers are as good as they showed out to be in the beginning of the year. The Raiders win this game over the Eagles, 33-22. Derek Carr continues to be reliable. That's what he stepped in each game, and he's been consistent. He was 31-34 for this game, 323 yards and two touchdowns. Um, this game was a bigger blowout than it, than it seemed. The Eagles put up 15 in the fourth to make it closer, kind of in garbage time, you would say. The Raiders get a win again, and and after all this drama that we talked about with John Gruden and everything else, the Raiders seem to maybe be coming together and, and playing better or not letting this really kill their vibe of winning football games. And look, it was the Eagles. I get it. The Eagles aren't a very good football team, but a win is a win is a win. So good job. The Raiders continue to grow, continue to fight, and um, we'll see who your head coach is next year. This next game uh, was a fun one to watch. If you could watch it, I couldn't. But the Lions pull out everything. They pull out all the stunts in the book to try and win versus the Rams. But they fall short 28-19. to they, they had they had onside kicks. They had punts, uh, fake punts. They had everything you could ask for in trick plays. And uh, the better team just wins. And Stafford has a great game. He has three touchdowns, 334 yards. The Lions are 0-7. Now, they continue to fight and, and play well enough to win. I don't think they're going to go into, I don't think they're going to go defeat winless in this year. I think they'll win at least one game. Look, they almost beat Baltimore, but it was a 66-yard field goal that that beat them. Um, they're playing well enough to win. I, I I don't feel bad for them because they're in my division. But new head coach Dan Campbell, you got to feel a little bit bad for him as this team is fighting for him. 
Um, they're just not finding a way to win. So keep on pushing Lions. You you did all that you could do this game. The better team just won, and, and that's okay. Um, Zach Ertz goes over to the Cardinals, even Philadelphia. He showed off in the, in, the, in the routing of the Texans. He had 66 yards and one touchdowns. Cardinals stay perfect, 31-5. to Easy win for them. Um, Zach uh, Ertz is just another weapon, and you wonder why they, they couldn't make it work in Philadelphia. I think um, a, t- a good tight end with Hertz would, when they're in Philly would, would go good together. But I guess he, he wanted out. I guess they were tired of it. Tired of him, maybe. I don't know. And they shipped him over to Arizona. Not that they, we need Arizona to get any better. They're still the only undefeated team in the league. The Bears don't even show up as they get blasted 38-3. to It was 35-3 to at halftime. Brady had four touchdowns, and Fields had five turnovers. Horrible game. Um, this is one that Fields has to throw, behind, throw him in the trash and keep moving forward. Um, I, you know, these rookie quarterbacks have struggled. This is probably the most I've seen rookie quarterbacks come in that were so hyped up struggle. Zach Wilson, who hopefully has a quick recovery with it, with his ankle or his knee. Um, he leads the league with Mahomes and interceptions. You got uh, fields who's, who looked lost out there against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Five turnovers. You look at um, well, the Patriots did win this week. And um, I forgot to put them on here. Good job, Brian. Well, the Patriots do win this week as uh, Mac Jones looked pretty good. They had 54 points, I believe, this week. They end up winning. So he... You know, these guys, and, and that's the first time that I've seen Patriots put up 57 points in a really long time, probably. Um, I, I don't know when the last time they did that was. They're more of a defensive team. But when the Jets are turning over the ball like they are, um, you know, it's easy easier to get those points. But the question is, is are these quarterbacks, these rookie quarterbacks, are they the the worst rookie class we've seen? Uh, uh, averaging out the hype of these guys coming out, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know if we'd call it that, but we've we've seen them struggle a lot. Um, next year, you, you want to see some progression. You want to see a little bit of progression, game to game. Sometimes you're not going to get that because you know you're going to see better defenses than you did last week and, and different schemes and different things. But you want to see some progression next year from these guys. Um, I don't want to see it from Fields. He's a Bears quarterback. I hope he. Continues to be bad. I'm fine with that. He made some good throws when he played us um, in green, against Green Bay, but five turnovers. It was a, an abysmal game. They didn't even they didn't even show up. They looked like the uh, the Packers in, in Week One out there. The Colts bucked the 49ers, and they hit them right in the mouth, 30 to 18. The 49ers scored 12 points in the first quarter, looking good, and then that's it. That that they only score six points after that. My question is: it time for Trey Lance? Is it time for him to come in? They have a good defense. Um, my buddy is a 49ers fan. He says it doesn't matter who they bring in that that the offensive line's that bad, and maybe that's true. 
I remember last year and the year before they were running down people's throats. So um, I don't know if they lost people in the off season. Maybe they lost people to injury. I don't know how it got so bad there with the offensive line. But Jimmy Garoppolo is not the guy. And you got this guy, Trey Lance. You want to know what your future is. You got to figure out if he's your future. Is he is he going to start the rest of the year? They already said, came out and said, Jimmy Garoppolo is our guy. At, at some point, if they continue to lose, they're going to have to switch over to Trey Lance. Maybe Trey Lance isn't ready. And if that's not a good sign for the 49ers and their fans, that Trey Lance isn't ready yet. Trust me. I You know, um, we wonder the same thing about Jordan Love here. Now we do have a Hall of Fame quarterback in, ahead of him, and it's kind of whenever the, our marriage ends with him. But Trey Lance might might be the, the difference this team needs. Maybe this team will believe in him more than Jimmy and, and give that little spark plug in, in there to get wins. And, and sometimes winning ugly – Right, if they bring Trey Lance in and they are winning games ugly, they're getting uh, getting the W. It doesn't matter how you win games; the win at the end of the day is all that matters. So, I think it's time for Trey Lance to come in and be the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. What else do they got to lose right now? The game last night was so boring, and the Seattle Seahawks season's over. They're without Russell Wilson; they are done. They lose to the Saints last night, uh, fourteen to ten. They can't score points. They can't move the ball. The, the The Saints' defense is decent. Don't get me wrong there. They're decent. But what a boring game. I, I didn't even write down stats for this game. I didn't even look up much stats for this game. What a boring game this was. Um, that is your recap for the Week 7 of the NFL. Now, we got uh, I got the Packers and Cardinals Thursday night. It's it's Aaron Rodgers versus the seven and zero Arizona Cardinals. That one's going to be a hopefully a fantastic matchup, and hopefully Green Bay gets the win. I'll be staying up to watch it, which is really hard for me because I I got I got to get up at two in the morning and go to work. If you guys didn't know that, but this game's too going to be too good for me to miss out on. So um, I will be up watching it. I hope you guys stay up to watch it too. It'll be probably Hopefully we win or keep it close. We, our defense coordinators on COVID. Devontae Adams got is on the COVID list. Alan Lazard's on the COVID list. Alan Lazard will probably be out because he's not vaccinated. Adams is vaccinated. He tested negative today, I believe. He's got to put up one more negative test, and hopefully he will play on Thursday. I want both these teams to be healthy, and I want to see them go head-to-head um, healthy. And... I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I, I, I think healthy teams playing each other are going to get the best chance to see what your team is. And this is going to be a game where um, this is going to be a game for both teams that are the Packers for real, are the Arizona Cardinals for real, are the Arizona Cardinals um, ready to be, you know, they are 7-0, and but is this a real 7-0 and team? Who have they beaten, right? Um, so if they come in and they they demolish the Packers or they beat the Packers, I think this is going to have everyone going, okay, this team is legit. So let's go ahead and uh and 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 call for, for what it is. And if Green Bay wins, you know, we're we're already a respected team in the league and we have been for a really long time, but this is just going to give us fans hope of hey, 
Okay, we we faced the Cardinals. We knocked them off. We'll, you know, it's going to get us hype. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to be pretty hyped up if we win this game. I'm just hoping we keep it close, have a chance to win at the end, and I hope we're healthy. That's all I can ask for, guys. Um, I, I want to thank you guys for coming on here and taking a chance to listen to this. We're going to start streaming everything, streaming our podcast on Tuesday where I go solo and give you the recap. We're going to start streaming our fr- Friday editions as well. And then you can find us on all podcast services, as it says here at the bottom of the screen. Go look. Go listen. Come watch on YouTube. I'm going to try and do some Facebook Lives here too as well. But uh, right now we're mainly focused on that YouTube page. And Come come check us out, guys. Um, We're just trying to grow the show. Hope you like it. And uh, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to email me at outspokensportscast at gmail.com. We're on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I am on TikTok. I go on there uh, every Thursday and throw out my predictions for the week. I'll give you some headlines on there that have come out. Uh, If you got any sports takes you want to give me on there or if you got any sports opinions or you want some sports opinions from me, feel free to get on there and let me know on the email or anywhere. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate your time and um, God bless you.